so today i wanted to come on my podcast and kind of just freestyle you know usually i'm thinking about something i'm thinking about what i can come on here and talk about i'm thinking about you know a pure having at least a uh base the basis of something i would come on here and talk about before i come on here and just talk but excuse me sometimes which is i feel like not often enough i'm actually freestyling so i'll freestyle today because honestly today i haven't felt compelled to come on here and speak about anything but i have been feeling called to it but i also want to mention that the lord you know has been telling me i feel like screaming at me don't talk on your podcast don't talk on it you don't have to come on there and say anything you don't need to talk on your podcast you don't need to tell anybody anything just be quiet just don't talk just kind of like you know just be and through everything I go through on a daily basis, all these different experiences, like, it's just, like, how, I feel more called to not talk on here, but the time, but I talk on here anyways, because, like, a part of me just knows it's right, a part of me just knows it's right, and that's just what it is, so, Um, that being said, I, well, I guess I'll talk about what I recently just, uh, felt like. So I did have a vision last night and I don't usually like to talk about these ones that much because it consists of a certain individual that I feel like, you know, first of all, I felt when I was involved with this individual that I gave this individual too much of me, first of all, that's number one. And then second of all, I felt like, you know, it wasn't returned. And, you know, it's always been a, it's always been that kind of like not understanding why it wasn't returned and also not understanding if that person ever felt the same way I did. Because it's like, usually you just know. It's like, if it, if it's not returned, if, if you don't feel like they did and they didn't. And God has always taught me that. And I've never had a problem understanding that. But with this individual, it's like I knew that they felt a certain kind of way that they weren't comfortable with showing me because of their personality and who they were. And honestly, like, I feel like the whole situation was kind of sketchy on both ends. Where on my end, I had been hurt before and I was kind of looking for a safe person. And this person kind of sensed that. Like, I don't want to say that this person went, like didn't think highly of themselves, but you know probably clearly sensed that and thought like that's offensive enough (laughs) so they were really offensive and it was like I kind of was like taking the blows because I kind of already understood that but also at the same time it's like it wasn't it wasn't too much of you know it wasn't too much of a misunderstanding where I felt like feelings weren't reciprocated because I remember at one point even saying you know I asked like if you like me then say you like me because I said I I like you and the person was like I'm not gonna tell you I like you and I was like okay but like if you if you don't like me though you need to tell me that you don't like me you don't have to tell me that you do but definitely tell me if you don't 
because if you don't like me i'm going to leave you alone right now <laughs> like i'm not going to keep pursuing you because that's harassment and other things so like no tell me that you don't like me so i'm not bothering you i don't feel like i'm bothering you and the person never said they didn't like me so i was like um doesn't mean you do doesn't i mean it doesn't mean you don't but like at the same time i i'm just not gonna pressure you until i do so we kept talking and i felt like you know with the person keep talking to me and keep returning my phone calls and keep actually entertaining me at all like this was a indication that they actually did like me and not and not only that it was like also like I don't know like I was being entertained so it that's not ever all I need I don't ever want to make sound like that's ever anything all anybody needs but you know I was being entertained so I knew that it was and, and being entertained more than like in a friendship kind of way honestly but I never wanted it to be like weird I never wanted it to be weird and ultimately this person just did not claim me to people and i would claim this person and i would never see myself in ever in a situation like this ever and so many people would say why are you even claiming this person like why are you even claiming this person and it was it had nothing to do with this person not claiming me and i would be like i wouldn't even answer we'd just be like i like this person like clearly but i knew i liked this person and you know it was something about this person I really did like as far as personality and character. And I liked the way they looked, too. It was just like I knew that other people wouldn't understand. And honestly, I felt a little guilty about that because I felt like, why am I really choosing this person? Am I really choosing this person because this is somebody I would just usually go for? Or am I choosing this person because i just been hurt by somebody I would usually go for? I wouldn't even usually go for a person i just been hurt by. That's the funny thing about it. I don't have a type. But, um... Was it a safe choice? And that's kind of rude. Nobody wants to be a safe choice. Nobody wants to be safe. Like, people want to be the person that you actually like and would go for, your type. But regardless of anything, it kind of evened itself out with the way that this person kind of just... Certain times was so nonchalant and just flip-floppy. And anybody will say, okay, that's all the more reason to leave this person alone, not talk to this person. And it's like, yes, that was, you know, the idea. But it's like, I just felt like, you know, I'll talk to this person and this person talks to me. And when this person's not talking to me, then I'll do me. And that's just what it was. And so, ever since that, like, I don't even want to call it a relationship. Because we, we did not actually claim it as a relationship. But, like, that's kind of what it was. But I'm not going to say that. But anyways, so after talking to this person, it's kind of, I feel so weird even talking about this. Because, like, there's so many different people who I've dated who, like, if they ever saw how I was in this relationship, not knowing how I was in this relationship, they were so offended. They were so offended because they're like, you let this person not call you back, not do this, not do that. If that were me, you would never, ever, ever talk to me again. You would not even look my way. You would hate me 
And I'm like, I deal with everybody differently. I really do. But that's still not a reason to, you know, that's not an excuse. I never saw that as an excuse. So I would just not respond to that. That's why this situation was always so, like, kind of in the air. So as far as this person, this person is brought up now, like, around the time, like, I was just, like, always for this person always like it would be time time will go by and i would not like this person would not be talking to me i'm not i would not talk to this person and the way it ended off i actually like so the way it ended off it was halloween and i always take my little cousins out trick-or-treating for halloween i always do it every year my dad goes and picks up every kid in the family it's not really as many as you think it's probably about like it was probably going to be like six or seven and like the oldest would have been like 10 and the youngest would have been like four no no no, five maybe five maybe six because they weren't that young anymore and i love their little costumes i love taking them trick-or-treating they love going trick-or-treating with us every year they always expected it every time halloween came up they would always say y'all come to get us for trick-or-treating we can't wait to go trick-or-treating we love trick-or-treating every year like it was just always so fun but this year my dad was like i'm not going to get them and i was so upset about that i was so upset that my dad wasn't gonna like continue the tradition it was everything was just start falling apart so i asked this friend to actually take me to go get them and take them trick-or-treating just around the block like i'm like just all you have to do is take me to go pick them up from one place and we'll bring them back here where we live and then i'll just take them trick-or-treating on our streets like because we live I live one street, he live on the next street. I'm like, I'll just walk him around the block and like we'll go trick or treating like that and then they'll spend an hour at our house. But he was like, No, I don't wanna feel responsible for anybody's kids because and it was a pickup truck. It wasn't like a car that you can actually like have a bunch of kids in. It was like a at the most three seater. So I understood that. I understood that. And I was just so upset that I couldn't go get them. I really was just so upset about that. I really was and you know, he was like, we could spend Halloween together. I actually could just be going to go kick on my friends at a Halloween party, but I'd rather spend Halloween with you if that's what you want to do. And I was like, so mad. I couldn't take my little cousin's trick-or-treating. So I was just like, I was not responding. And then, you know, I guess he wasn't used to me acting like that towards him. He ended up walking off, and I ended up going home. I left. And when I left, you know, I, I, I went home. I was like, all right, maybe I'm overreacting. So I went back. And then when I went back, he was gone to his Halloween party. And I was like, okay. After that, like, I was, I, I vowed to never talk to him again. And I was, I was so serious. And so, like, I ended up actually talking to him again months later. And, like, it was like, he was kind of like, you know, I didn't think you were serious. But I don't want to, you know, make you break your vow and not talking to me again. Like, it, was, it was just a lot of, a lot of uh, messiness. But anyways, regardless of anything, you know, ultimately, I was just like, ultimately, just was like, like, I I can't be so mad. You know, whoever thought it was, I can't be mad about it. I'm not going to have any hard feelings about it. I did make that vow, and I did break it regardless, you know. It is what it is, and let me just move forward. And then, you know, time went by end up dating other people which I after that I was not gonna date anybody I never really dated openly around people 
Like, my family would know. Clearly, they're my family. I can't hide it around them. They see me on the phone talking to people. Who is that? You know, so my, I can't hide it around my family. But as far as friends go, like, I never usually, like, openly dated around them. So, like, people would always, like, like, people would always ask, but they boys wonder, like, is she dating? Does she date? And I hated dating openly, period, because me and my brother had the same friends. A lot of us, a lot of our friends were the same. And my brother hated anybody. I I don't know. He, he didn't hate anybody I dated, but he hated when I dated because, like, you always hear the stories about your sister. And you don't want to hear stories about your sister. And I guess he got, you know, he felt good about not hearing stories about his sister or whatever. But it, regardless of anything, you know, it wasn't even only that. It was just the fact that, like, guys, he know how guys are. Guys can get disrespectful. Guys can be cheaters. Guys can, you know, be trying to just play you or use you for only one thing. And he knows that if it ever gets down to that, he's going to want to fight them or he's not going he's gonna to have to fall out. He's going to fall out with them. Like, he's not, he's my brother. He's supposed to protect me. So I think that that was the main, one of the main reasons. And I was like, I don't, want even, I don't even want to put anybody in that position. So I wound up even dating someone else. I don't know, open. This time was like openly dating. Everybody knew it was dating. We was always together. It was like just my boyfriend, that's my girlfriend. The person's always coming to see me. And we was always like openly dating around everybody. And around this time, this kind of when like everything just started like it, it was cool. Everything was cool, but like everything just started like getting it was it was cool, but it was like it was just different different reasons, different times, you know. It was just uncomfortable. It, we were made uncomfortable dating and all kinds of stuff. So this person ended up finding out from somebody else who, you know, I feel like was jealous that I dated this person that I never really was openly dating. And he asked me about it. And I was just like, who told you that? Like, how are, where are you getting this information? And he was like, you know, I just want to know, you know, if you're dating him, such and such and such. I'm like, honestly, I don't think it matters because it was way before you, before I knew you, before you existed and to me. And it doesn't matter. I don't think you should care. And I'm like, do you trust me? Like, do you think I'm talking to them now? Because I'm not. And he's like, no, I don't think you're talking to them now. I just want to know about I'm just like, no, that doesn't matter. And I wasn't, I was not for it. Like, I'm telling you, I'm different with everybody. But for this person, I'm just like no you're not about to do that because you know it wasn't a matter of me like feeling like I needed like I needed control of the situation or anything and I hate to say that sound like that's what it was no it wasn't that it was just a simple fact that like I knew that this like this was like a this was mess it was messiness and I was just like there's no point in you know stirring that up there's no point in stirring a pot that's over with so even one time you know i ended up we used to always cut through this person who i was not openly dating's yard we used to always cut through this person's yard you know to go to the store that was on the street or just over here to get to the other side of this like on the other side of the street we'd have to walk all the way around the block so we would cut through. One time we cut through, and honestly, I didn't used to even cut through at this point. So I'm just like, 
this is their yard, you know? So I cut through, and then, like, we were openly dating, me and the person I was openly dating. And we were holding hands, cutting through, and, like, his mother was actually on the back porch. And, like, I remember her saying something to me, like, so you're dating him? Because she wasn't aware that me and her son was not dealing with each other anymore for the longest. And it was it caught me off guard because, honestly, he did, he was just like he was never super open about dating me to me or to anybody he wasn't to his mother he didn't tell her anything and I was just surprised that she even like knew anything I think that she was kind of like just picking up on and seeing me around and see him talk to me and like me coming to the door certain things certain times like she would see us together I think that you know that's how she picked up on it but honestly I ultimately felt like, you know, that was, like, an indication, like, he was not over me. Because moms always know everything, even though, you know, I hate to admit that my mom knows stuff. As a, you know, we hate to admit it, but moms know everything, and I feel like that was an indication of that. And, like, I remember when she called me on guard, I felt, like, caught in the middle. I really did feel caught in the middle. Only because I knew that to me, he was never saying that. To me, he was never saying he still cared for me or anything like that. And I'm like, even if I ever brought this to his attention, he would he would make me look stupid for bringing it up. Even though I know that his mom is not, you know, saying that for no reason. I mean, but maybe she's, you know, she just doesn't know. Just like he doesn't tell anybody anything. And except certain people. And so I was just like... I, I remember just being stuck. But after that, you know, the guy that was openly dating, he actually looked at me, like, sideways. Like, so why would his mom say that to you? Like, are you are you cheating on me? And I was just like, see, that's why I feel caught in the middle. But at the same time, I know that that was not the intention. But I think that that was just kind of like a signal in a way. But either way, go after that, it was I was openly dating this person. I still was not dealing with this person, so I didn't have no reason to feel guilty because, you know, we're not talking. So after that, I ended up breaking up with this person that was openly dating, but not not because of him, because of just other things that I talked about in the previous episode. But you might not be able to know who I'm talking about because I'm not saying his name. But, um, I broke up with him, and shortly after, we started talking again. And when we started talking, it was pretty much, you know, if you want to start talking to me, we started talking, such and such, and yeah, like, I don't know how to explain it. We just got, we just started talking again. All I know is when we start talking again, it's like everything was made right again. Everything was made right again. Everything felt right again. Everything just kind of like meshed together perfectly. And everything was back to normal. I don't want to say normal. Nothing was ever really normal. But everything was just kind of like well again. I remember being super happy. Super, super happy. And I could feel it like he was too. But still at the same time, certain things, it was like it just didn't feel right. Like I feel like us getting back together, that should have signified that certain things should probably be. I don't know. I don't, I never really care about changing more much things. But certain things I actually, you know, confronted him about before. I feel like don't do that again. 
but it wasn't just quite that like it still was like I'm still gonna be who I am like with him and I was like okay well you know okay so that's when you know all I know is like moving forward I don't even remember how long that I don't remember exactly how long that lasted I don't know what was like we was talking for a while and we was cool and then next time I know we wasn't I don't even remember how we just stopped talking but I just remember like we just fell off again and I think I, I think that pretty much lasted probably like two weeks but I'm not sure but um It was just, I don't know. A lot of it was confusing because it felt like everybody knew that it was, like, awkward like that. But, like, people wasn't trying to be open about how awkward it was. And, like, different people, like, would just be jealous of him because of that. And, like, it was just different things happening. Like, people would try to fight him. And then, like, he's, he started getting advice not to even come around anymore. Not understood cause, like people rooting for him to fight and stuff and then like I remember after that he shortly after that he told me he was going to the Navy and I was just like okay going to the Navy you know that's what you want so he went to the Navy and after that like I just moved on with my life really and then um eventually I moved out and I was dating somebody super serious I was I got super serious with somebody and this person I got super serious with is like certain parts of me did not want to open up to him. Certain parts of me did not want to be real with him about different things I was going through and different things that I did not trust and you know, different things I wasn't technically over because of this person and this person kinda sensed it. And then he actually ended up finding out a message I sent to somebody for advice. <laughs> oh my gosh, when you're young you do stupid things, but I sent a message for advice to somebody and I didn't delete it and it had everything in it and like he read it and he brought it up to me. He was like, no, it's okay because actually I know. And I feel like that that was refreshing to me because I'm just like, you know, you're so different because you tell me everything that you feel and you don't leave me hanging. Like I don't have to ever wonder, you know, how you feel because you're telling me. And even though sometimes it's irritating because I kind of like the, you know, the mystery like it's so refreshing I don't have to guess I don't have to wonder and you're not going to know something and not say anything and then I have to wonder like what's what's you know is it because it you know he just don't he just don't like me or is it because he does which one is it and it was like it was just so many different things like honestly to explain it I'm, I'm explaining it in the mindset I was in then if I explained it in the mindset that I'm in now you know I might as well because I feel like that just makes the most sense. So in the mindset I'm in now, this person was extremely childish. This person was extremely just insecure and like like had to feel like they had the bigger, the upper hand in the situation at all times. So it's like constantly I sensed that. I sensed that they didn't want to, they didn't want me to feel like I was playing them because it already looked like I would be just by dating them. Like in on the basis of appearance. It really looked like you just dating me as like a pity. Like, what are you trying to play me? Do you, are you, you know, 
behind my behind your back behind my back talking to your friends talking about some oh look at this corn look how i got this corny dude such and such and such like are you really trying to make me look dumb like is it is that the case or is it something i don't know because there's no reason for you to even be interested in somebody like me that's what it felt like and i was like most i was so honest and pure with my intentions that i genuinely just liked this person for who they was and i didn't want to tell this person that when we was in high school like actually we went to the same high school but we never saw each other in school or you know throughout passing the classes i don't know i think that when you know somebody like when you really know somebody you see them more in school but when you don't know them you don't you're not even looking for them but, you know, we would get rides home from the same person because this person stayed on this, on our same street. Honestly, I wasn't even that cool with this person. But, like, this person was cool enough to let you, you know, get a ride with him if you could fit in his car. Anybody, anybody who could fit, would, you know, could get a ride with him. And this person will always get a ride with him every single day. But every single time I saw this person, I really liked this person fashion. Like, you know, this person, like, he wore, like, skinny jeans. And he would always wore, like, a little, like do rag not to do i said do rag but a, uh what is it called a, a scarf no i say it's yeah it's like some sort of scarf i i can't forget, remember the name of it but like that's the the scarf the little like checker scarf i'm not checker the scarf that tupac wear around his head but he would wear like in his back pocket and, like, just certain things. I just really like his fashion, the way he dressed certain times. And, you know, I didn't want to say it because, honestly, if I told my brothers and sisters that, if I told anybody that, they would be like, that is so corny. You always like corny stuff. Like, why do you always like corny stuff? I'm supposed to like a certain kind of, I'm supposed to like a certain kind of fashion. I like the different kind of fashion. I really did. I think because honestly, when you got an eye for fashion, you can kind of tell, you can kind of see the little stuff that people do and like that that really is like let you know that like, you know, I like that or we got something in common or just like you got an eye for fashion too at least. And I think that's really reflective of like their own personality and their own character. And so, like, I, I did so like that. And I was I never said anything because I was just like, that's, you know, that's so, first of all, it's corny anyways. It's corny without the opinion because I can't say it. And because I can't admit it, really. But then they're going to tell me it's corny. I'm not saying nothing. So I didn't say anything. And then after I dated this one guy who I felt like was just a horrible person to date, I was like, maybe that was god's way of trying to tell me like i need to you know go for really what i like what i'm what i'm really attracted to in reality like not what it looks like or what it seems like or what i feel like other people wouldn't like tease me and who other people wouldn't tease me about dating or have something to say about because this was my real type and honestly even my family members would say that they really would and you know even though i have a type like they would say like yeah you actually do like guys who date who dress like this or do stuff like that and stuff like that and they would tease me about it. So, you know, I kind of was trying to avoid that. I'm not going to lie. But um, in the meantime, in the meantime, you know, I was I started dating somebody that, you know, my family didn't know. And that was kind of a way for me to, like, avoid that completely. But I never wanted to date nobody in high school i never wanted to date nobody around my family because i felt like when other people's opinions involved that's when stuff is good it gets so 
you know, messy. Like, when it's just you and that person, y'all can actually connect. But when it's everybody else's opinion surrounding it, it's like, now it's all this extra stuff. And I, I never was really the type of person who is like, I wanted that. I never really wanted that or cared for that. Where I'm like, I need everybody to see my relationship. I need everybody to know we in this relationship. And, you know, I want to show this person out and all this other stuff. Like, no. Even though I did. And it wasn't even like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But, um, like I said, I just felt like I should have just, maybe that's my, that was a sign. I should have just went out for what I liked to, to begin with. So I started talking to this person. And I knew that this person wasn't going to see it like that. Because we was from two different type of, like, I feel like worlds, honestly. Even though we stayed on the same street, we was from two different type of worlds. And even though we all just hung together, like, we all meshed together. Like, it was no set type of crowd. It really wasn't. But, like, it also <laughs> it also was reflective of, like, these people kind of hang out like this. And these people kind of hang out like that. So, it still was kind of separated. Anyways, so we started talking and I just felt like... I didn't care. At this point, I didn't really care. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that is what it is. But I did notice that it was a kind of a, I feel like he was still trying to save face. I wasn't trying to save face anymore. I didn't care. But he was trying to save face. So with certain things, like I see, I saw, I noticed that he was like trying to make it clear. Like, you're not about to play me. I don't, I'm not about to get played. Like, you're not about to hurt me. And he was not trying to get, like, play, And I wasn't trying to play him. So I kind of had to be, like, a little bit more. I had to be a little bit more um, open, I feel like. I had to be a little bit more open and show him, like, if anybody, like, I can't. How am I trying to play you? Because if I try to play you and this is how open I am, I'm be playing myself. So that's why I did that. But it was, like, it didn't work out because like this person still never was open because it's like still you're gonna be the only person open and i was like looking back honestly i would never ever 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 do that with anybody ever again i just wouldn't i'm sorry like at this i mean honestly the reason why i wouldn't do it because i don't see it that way no more i don't see it that way no more because the way i see it it's like if somebody even care about what other people think about you date about who they date or you dating them that's probably you know that's high school that's childish we was in high school though so it made sense but like um i wouldn't even i wouldn't date to care what anybody else thinks and i'm i wouldn't be ashamed of anybody i date period and i wouldn't want nobody to be ashamed of dating me and i know that if anybody's ashamed of dating me at this age it's because they have somebody already probably married but, you know, not, nevertheless, nevertheless, moving forward, though. So, over the years, we would, con- we would like, kind of talk. Like, I would hit this person up. We would talk over the years, just kind of, like, periodically. And every single time I talked to this person, it was the same thing. Like, trying, like this person trying to kind of, like make it so obvious like i'm you're, i'm you're not playing me like and it's like i don't care what nobody say you can say you can see it however say you see it however you see it but i know that that's what it was this person didn't want to seem played they knew that ultimately no matter you know i ain't gonna i mean no matter how it looked i'm still in that that same mindset when i'm still trying to prove that i'm not trying to play this person and i don't like that 
but at the end of the day it's like ultimately this person still this person knew that if anybody saw what it was what it looked like it was automatically gonna say like she's playing you she's with you for something because she's too pretty to be with you and that's just a fact that's what everybody would say she's too pretty she's too pretty and she's too raw to be with you so she she must be using for something and the funny thing about it is i would just like them for him and then i remember one day after like a long time of us talking and like him being super clear him knowing for a fact that i wasn't here with him for no other reason but for him he actually showed me something it was like a paper that pretty much said that like he was worth like over sixty thousand dollars and by the time he actually got his money he was actually gonna be worth like probably like double that i think it was gonna double i don't know I don't know how the math works with it. I, I like I said, I wasn't with him for it. And when he showed me that, I still didn't care. I still didn't care. I still was like, it's gonna still be the same. Like I'm not about to start acting funny now. And I knew you knew that anyways, because otherwise you would never show me until you knew that for a fact. I can tell. Like this is the person personality. It is. But I'm just like you know, still trying to you know make sure nobody's trying to play you. It's funny, but. Anyways, you know, we stopped talking. He got, he went to the Navy. He ended up coming back, I, I believe, like, on break or something from the Navy and came to see me. And he was dating somebody else. And I was just, okay, you know, cute. But, like, I didn't really, I wasn't too hung up on it. And I'm not going to lie, I had spent, like, so many months looking over his twitter stalking his twitter the person he dated twitter for so long and like i had by that time had stopped doing it i really did and i was like over it and this is all high school stuff but anyways you know even though he didn't admit it i knew he kind of did the same thing because certain times he would talk to me about stuff and say certain stuff and i'd be like oh so you're stalking but like he would never, he, he would never want to really admit it, though. I would admit it, though. Like, yeah, I'll be stalking. Yeah, I do. Your Twitter. Not stalking, like, hiding in the bushes. I would never go. That, I would never go that far for nobody. I don't care. I, I wouldn't even do that for my husband. If I feel like it, it's, that, it's that deep, I'd probably just divorce you. But, um, I'm, I'm being funny. Divorce is not an option for me. But, um... I just remember one time saying like something about like he was like what do you want from me like why do you always you know why aren't you know letting go why aren't you like letting go and I was like because he always used to be rude like this and I was like I want you to marry me but I remember looking back I was just like uh, I can't even believe I said that to somebody who was acting like that but at the same time I remember around the time we was dating he was the only person I could see myself walking down the hallway. Genuinely, like I saw it. Like I really saw it in a vision. Like and it's weird because we were the age we were now and I knew that if that was if that was actually the case, we would never be that age getting married. But we was like sixteen and seventeen and I saw us walking down the aisle. I saw him in his tux. I saw me. I didn't see the dress really, but it was I think it did have a train. And I saw us actually linking up at the altar. We actually linked at the altar to get married, and we actually got married. I saw it, and I was I was just like, this is amazing to me because how how in the world do I see, you know, how can I see us 
getting married. I'm like, is it is it me forcing myself to see that? Is it me because I like this guy so much that I'm actually forcing that vision? Because when I always talk to God about who I would marry, God will always say, it can be whoever you really want, honestly. He's like, because whoever it is you fall in love with, as long as you bring that relationship to me, as long as y'all connect with through me, as long as y'all put me first, God first in, in your relationship, it's going to work out for you. It, I'm going to make sure it does because it's under me. And I remember talking to God about that and saying, like, you know, God, that's not helping me actually figure out who it is I'm going to ultimately marry because you're pretty much saying it could be anybody. So now I'm kind of just on my own here. I feel not on my own, but like I, this around the time I'll be talking to God, I'll be asking to help me, like kind of like give me a hint. Like, God, who am I really going to marry? Like, I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my time. And God, you know, sometimes would tell me, other times he would be like, you know, you figure it out. What? How do you feel? Like, stop trying to tell, stop, stop trying to get me to tell you what to do, you know? And, like, God would never, you know, say it like that, you know what I mean? But, like, God is kind of like, I want you to figure it out. And he would always do that. But with this person, you know, even though I was, I was the type of person I saw marriage, like, that's a big commitment like because i'm not gonna play when it comes to marriage if i ever get married to somebody like that's like that's something that's like life or death for me like to death do us part yeah to death do us part like i don't believe in getting divorced and it at the time it was like i didn't know that it was really biblical for me but i just knew that i was never going to divorce the person i got married to because that was just out of the question it was just out of question for me and I was like, no. And I remember God is pretty much like, kind of saying like, you know, honestly about that part, I wasn't really getting too much from God. And I think that's the most frustrating part because I'm just like, God, like, help me out. Because, you know, I don't really, if it's up to me, I can never see myself getting married. Really. At the time. I was like, if it's up to me, I can never see myself getting married. And God was like, you have to figure that out. That's something you have to figure out. So, I just didn't know. I just really didn't know. But I did see us getting married. I saw us walking down the aisle. I saw it visually multiple times. I saw it, like, so many different times. I was just like, that's just what it is. I'm not hallucinating. I'm not, like, even dream. I wouldn't even sleep. I wasn't even sleep. And, like, I daydream, but I don't daydream like that. <laughs> When I daydream, I'm just like, you know, what's my next hairstyle or what am I going to do tomorrow? Or I'm not even going to do tomorrow. I don't daydream like that either. Like, just thinking about stuff I do daily. But, like, this was a vision. It wasn't a daydream. It was a vision. And I saw it. And it was scary because it was so right. It was so right. It was so perfect. And not perfect. Nothing's perfect. But we was perfect for each other. I genuinely felt that way. And I just knew that wasn't as tight, though. I just knew I wasn't his type. And I felt like he was mine, though. He was my type. It was funny. He was my type, but I just knew I wasn't his. His type was, I'm not even going to lie, more like my sister. And the funny thing about it is, the reason why I say that is because like, he's dark-skinned and skinny. And my sister's dark-skinned and skinny, too. And I knew he thought my sister looked super pretty. But, like, even a you know situation happened where like i had caught him in a bill with my sister and i was like oh no like 
Uh-uh, I would never, ever, ever, ever marry nobody like that. Never. I was like, that was a deal breaker for me. I remember we talked afterward, after it, though. Like, it was months went by. And, you know, one day he said he actually blew me a kiss and I rolled my eyes. I didn't even remember. I didn't even remember. But I, I think I remember now that I actually did that. And I never treated him like that. So, like, that's how you know it's serious. And then I remember another time we talked and he was like, you know, you just stopped talking to me forever. And I was like, I kind of told you I was going to do that. And he was like, yeah, but I didn't think you were serious. And he, that was the first time he ever truly showed how he really felt. Like, and ever, ever really told me something real, like how he really felt. And I was like, okay, wow, okay, that's why I remember. But um, I was still mad at that time. I was still a little mad. But um, moving forward, though. We talked, and he still, like, later on, like, it's, like, years went by, and it felt like he was still playing the same games. Like, two years later, it's like he was still kind of playing the same games, where it's, like, he's kind of, like, bragging about how he would treat another girl to me. And, like, that, like, right there, that probably was one of the, that that right there, I feel like it would be one of the things I would cuss my off for, completely, never talk to them again. But for him, I will always let it slide, because I would know what he was doing and why he was doing it, so I will always let it slide. But I'm just like, like, I don't know why you try me like this. I don't know. I never did understand. But, like, still, it was still what it was. So I couldn't explain it. But then I got into a serious relationship with this other guy. And we was dating. And it was so serious. And, I, and actually, he actually proposed. But, like, in a way he proposed, like, it probably never would have been super serious. Like, it wasn't a, he didn't have a ring but um this guy i try to vision him you know walking down the aisle with him i try to replace him <laughs> i try to replace him in a vision i didn't want it to be the same vision but i'm just like if it's gonna be a one it gotta be just like that because i can i gotta prove to myself that it had nothing to do with who it was it had everything to do with just how i feel about somebody when i'm really serious about them and i'm really serious about this person i prayed about this person i had prayed to god about this person and god told me this is not who you're going to end up with god didn't ever say that about the other person he never said that and he never said anything pertaining to that but he did give me that vision and at the time i don't know if i was really willing to admit it was from god but um, with this person, when I prayed about him, and I prayed hard, and at first, God tried to ignore it, like, but it's funny, because God's always there, and so, like, at first, he'll try to ignore the prayer when he don't want to, he know you're not going to like the answer, or he know you might not be ready for the answer, or he know you just probably going to brush off the answer, because it ain't the answer you want to hear. Um, first, he ignored it for a week, and then, finally, he was like, Listen, this is not going to be the person you end up with. Y'all not going to end up together. And I was just like, I know. I knew it. Like, because, like, first of all, this guy, like, he don't got no reason to lie. He don't show favoritism. He loved all his kids. So he was just being serious. And I was just like, I know. And God is like, so you wrong. He was like, you wrong because you need to just let him go. You know you're not happy with him. And 
I was just like, God, you know, I want to let him go. But, like, I don't want to break his heart. I don't want to break his heart. And I don't feel like that's right. So, I feel like I should at least give it a fighting chance. And God is like, listen, it's, if you prolong it, it's only going to hurt more later. And this is going to blow up in your face. And so, you know, I was just like, okay, I'm going to break it off. And then I made it, I set a date. I talked to God that day. I was praying. I was meditating on it. I talked to him and I was, I set a day. I'm like, today when you get home from, you know, he was job searching at the time. And the funny thing about it, he had two jobs. And before that, and it, the reason why he lost both was kind of because of me. But honestly, like my dad would always tell me like, no, you need to stop letting him like not. He didn't say this specifically, but kind of like he said he was a scrub because you know, he would let he would blame me for different things that he, you know, was kind of his that he he was responsible for. He's supposed to be taking responsi responsibility for as a man. And when it came to me, like I would always be like, no, it really is my fault. Cause I did this, I did that. And it, you know, a lot of times I really did do certain things, but still, like that's true. The bottom line is that's true. Like this is your responsibility. Don't let nobody. You can't blame. How you going to blame your girl for it? It doesn't matter what it is she was doing or whatever. You don't blame her for that. And I saw it like that. But at the same time, I was like, I know how I contributed. So it's like, I wanted to take responsibility for the part I played. But, um, everybody always told me he was a scrub. But every single time, he would always treat me like a queen. And I never got why everybody would say that. I would just say they don't see it. They don't see what I see. They really don't get it. They don't see him how I see him. And everybody would be like, no, you just don't see it. But everybody ain't always right. Everybody's not always right. And so, this one no situation where I feel like they wasn't. Like, you don't know, you don't see it. And then I, that's when I realized, like, that's when I started getting to, like, the idea, like, it's it's like two sides to it. It's like two halves of it. It's the people on the outside looking in, then it's on the people on, on the inside looking out. Because on the inside, he was treating me like a queen. He was completely, everything deals for me. Like, all the money he made, he thought about me. Everything he did, he thought about me. He was so caring and tentative, and he always told me how he felt about me. He never left me guessing, and I could trust him mostly. I'm not going to say I can trust him. Like, I found out some different things that wasn't really reflective. But like I said, like, I felt great around him. He made me feel beautiful. He, made, he noticed different things about me that people in my family growing up would just ignore like, and I feel like, I used to always feel like, I used to, like, blame them for it because I knew, like, that's just family. But now that we're not together, I see it differently. Like, you know, as my family, why y'all let somebody on the outside come in and show me the type of appreciation y'all supposed to show me as a family? Like, as a family, as my brothers and sisters and mother and father, you know, y'all supposed to let me know these different things about me, you know, is great about me. Y'all not supposed to let somebody else come in and introduce this to me as if I didn't already know it, even though I did. It just feel like it's being introduced because finally somebody wants to admit it. 
So I'm not gonna say that's 100% all, all the way true because my family members, like I said, for me to know it, they would be noticing it too. Noticing it too, it's just the fact that a lot of times they can't admit it. But like I said, that's that's kind of how family work, and that's not right. Like God is showing me, like, no. Is that how you want to raise your family? Is that how you want your family to be? The family that comes from you, do you want them to be, you know, downplaying each other's talents, downplaying, you know, the good things about each other or trying to keep each other from or, or being so intimidated by who somebody can be that you just ignore it altogether so you can make them forget about it? Is that how you want, you know, to raise your family? Okay, then. So that's not how family is supposed to be. And so God is pretty much showing me that. And like, I remember asking this is last year. I asked God, I said, how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to know? Well, I remember somebody said like, when I remember being, I remember hearing, you deserve to be loved. You deserve, a, you deserve to be loved in the way you're supposed to be loved. I don't know how to explain it. Like you deserve, you deserve to be loved. for what you worth and you don't know what you worth and even though i did it you know a few people who would treat me so great to the point where i have to be like, okay like, it's okay like you don't have to do that much you really don't not not even you don't have to do that much but just like do i really deserve all this like it's a few times where i felt like you know i'm taking advantage i really am like because i'm letting you do all this and it's not that I don't know what I'm worth. I know what I'm worth. It's just you like me so much, and that's not fair. Cause I don't really. You can see, it's not reciprocated. But I can match that if I want to. But I'm just not, and that's why you not getting what you deserve out of it. So a lot of times I was wrong, and God always, you know, would tell me like, you know, it doesn't matter because you're not going to end up with them and that's why you're not going to be with them you're not going to end up with them and so i would just be like you know well since i'm not about to end up with them then what's the point of trying like i talked about in a previous episode but anyways so, most of the time, I just the, the love wasn't reciprocated. With this person, this person that I was in a serious relationship with or thought it was serious, God told me it's not going to work out. You're not going to end up together. The longer you, the longer you prolong it, the worse it's going to be when y'all break up. And I was like, let me just break it off. And the person came home that day. I told the person, I've been talking to God. I want to start going to church again i want to start i want us to start building our relationship through god and in god because that's the only way for us to truly like first of all know each other full potential stay together and be who we're supposed to be and i told him that and at first i was thinking like if he reject god i'm rejecting him it's gonna make it easier but the person was just like you're right i agree with you 100 percent like, I've been feeling like I need to get back connected with God, too. And I love to be on this journey with God with you. That just made it so much harder. And I was just like, you know, see, now I don't know. Like, I, God never wrong, but 
at the same time, like now I'm justifying it. Cause like, I'm like, at the same time, God said he can make it work with anybody as long as it's with him. So let's try this now. And so I changed my mind about breaking it off that day. And I felt like the person saw it in my eyes too. But also at the same time, just knew like, I wasn't fully done. There was still a chance. So we did. He didn't lie. Like we really like every time I would ever bring something to him that I was not okay with or then I like, he would start to actually try and work on it. He not everything. I'm not gonna lie. That's a lie. Because if that were the case, it would like then we probably God probably would have said what he said. But um most things, like the only things that he would never listen to was when I told him that certain people in his life it felt like, you know, he got to cut off because it ain't going to work. And these people was his life. Like, not his life, but these people was his family. Like, no, I'm not doing it. That's why I draw the line. And I'm just like, I never would want to make him choose between me or them. So I would just be like, I would just be hurt because I feel like it was not hurt because I felt like he didn't choose what I, he didn't do what I want him to do. It was hurt because I felt like I see that you deserve better. I see you deserve better. And just me, I don't want this to work. Me, I don't want the best for you. Me, I don't want the best for us. Me, I don't want you know, us to grow together, actually build a union under God and be the best we can be together. I'm thinking about the future. I'm thinking about when we really start winning, we really start making money, we get rich. What's we going to do? We're going to keep pouring into pouring our money into like holes in the ground. Is that we're going to keep doing? Like, because I know at this point, this is what we're doing. This is how we're living. But we can grow from this. But if you don't want to make the necessary changes, then we ain't never going to grow from this. And so even though I knew that we wasn't, we was pouring our money into the ground. We was doing a lot of stuff on our own outside of anybody else helping. We was already ruining a lot of stuff on our own. I still knew that we could change that. Like, if it came to just us, we can change that. We can grow. But if it's everybody else, we can't control that. We can't control everybody else. We can control what we do to make make each other better, make ourselves better. And if you're willing to grow and I'm willing to grow, then that's cool. But we can't control everybody else around us. Everybody else around us is going to do what they do regardless. We can't, get, we can't get them to change unless we first acknowledge that they need to. And he was, like, not willing to listen or hear a lot of stuff I said. And if, I, if he did agree with me, it's like, okay, but, like, he just wasn't willing to make the necessary changes to change, like, for us to grow out of that and for us to actually have a future. So I just, it pulled me away. Every single time I talked to this person about this and they just wouldn't, like, they could see everything else but that. They could do everything else but that. It would distance me. Like, I can't, I gotta go. I gotta go. Now I'm getting pulled further and further away from me. And this person saw it and did everything they could to try and make up for that but that was the one thing they needed to do and they wasn't doing it so ultimately like we both started doing things that was like reflective of us drifting away from each other and that's what happened we end up just what god said it didn't work out we didn't end up together and you know we ended up it ended up blowing up in our faces and it ended up hurting way more because we dragged it out longer because we dragged it out more it, it ended up hurting way way more 
like when I think about how it ended I think about like just the fact that you know first of all this person like I don't think that I ever really knew this person I don't think I ever truly knew this knew this person for real and it's that's amazing how that's possible because I feel like I knew this person better than not better than this person know themselves because I just could sense that but just I knew this person so well I just felt like I knew this person so well that I can predict this person's like the different things this person doing and, and God was telling me different stuff this person was doing I'm just like you know I don't never think God lying but I'm just like I'm still not trying to jump to conclusions or assume based off of you know pretty much at this point it's assumptions because I don't have no proof but like God would always tell me stuff like this person cheat on you this person you know would rather do this than you know be around you this person do that this person do this whatever and I just be like overlooking stuff and ultimately it would be to my detriment because I never knew this person I really never knew him. and God really showed me that now through visions through visions and just like just miracles miracles because God broke a soul tie off of me and the soul tie was this person and when this soul tie came off of me like I felt like Wow, I didn't even know that that was holding me back. I didn't even know that that was holding me down like that. I would have never known. I would have always thought that this person was good for me or that, you know, I didn't need to let go of this person out of all people. And this person, this relationship, this whole thing was the main thing holding me back. I didn't see it. And even under all the good times. I remember and worshiping God, everything dropped off of me and and it flashed past me. The good times, the bad times, everything flashed off of me. And when it fell off, I felt like new in God. I felt reborn. I felt great. I felt like, wow, this is like now I'm really not about to play. Like, this is what I'm doing it for. Like, this is there's no reason to look back now. And ever since that day, I've never questioned anything, which is so new because it's even family members who say that they would never think that they would ever even see me not, you know, missing this person or, you know, wanting to be back with this person or finally over this person. And now I can never look back. I can never look back. And I realized, like, this person actually rather go to hell than lose me and I think that a lot of times you know that's why we would never work I would never go to hell rather than lose him and I knew that a lot of times that he cared for me way more than I cared for him and that's too much that's too far that's too far and we would never have that in common and so what does that provoke? Hate? 
resentment. But I'm going to come back and talk in the next episode about the different things I realized. So... I remember, like, so, I've always had it in my mind, like, there's only so far I would ever go for a guy anyways. Like, I don't know. I think I get that from my mother. Not trying to, you know, make my mother look bad in no kind of way, but I get it from my mother that, like, I would never go too far for a guy, like, if it's a guy, then you shouldn't have to. It should it should work itself out. It's like it's a mixture of God and my mother, because my mother is like she teach me don't ever go too far for a guy. My dad also teach me the same thing, but mainly my mother. And God is like, and I mix I you know God is always teaching me everything, but I guess I put God in that because what's God is always everything. But the reason the part that I feel like God takes. Co- takes over is that like okay so with all these different teachings i have pretty much i don't know what i'm gonna do i don't know how it's gonna work out however see i don't know if i could ever see myself you know do this because i've never seen it done so i don't know how that's gonna work so god i'm gonna have to make it work god works everything out if it's really meant to be god's gonna make it work out because there's no way i can figure this out on my own and so that's pretty much my mindset with everything. And that's been working out. That's that actually works out is true. Like if you don't if you don't have you don't have it, you don't know what you're gonna do, like God do. God know what you're gonna do, God got it for you. So like <laughs> lucky me because now nah, I'm blessed is what I meant. It's because there's no way there's no way I would be able to do this on my own. No way. Like, it's amazing the different things God is doing in my life. But all I know is, you know, as I'm fighting, like, demons and fighting in the spirit, fighting fighting in the whole like in the spirit and the holy spirit is fighting through me i'm realizing that you know or i'm fighting through the holy spirit i don't want to say that because like the holy spirit is the power but you know as i'm fighting i'm realizing that you know a lot of stuff that i thought was okay a lot of stuff that I thought was what it wasn't you know it's changing like my whole my whole perspective on a lot of different things is being changed but I know that God has made himself so clear on so many different occasions as far as this person i never was in open open never was openly dating this person god showed me a vision marrying this person it felt so right felt so it felt like that's really gonna happen like that's my future but it doesn't make sense because in the vision i was that age 
and that was years ago so I knew that was never gonna happen not at the age we were at but still I guess in my mind I could never see the future how we would look in the future actually being married and I feel like since I couldn't see it in the future it wasn't gonna happen it probably was just one of my you know I like the person so much I kind of manifested that and I this not true because it got proven wrong with this new person I feel like I like this person so much too so I should be able to manifest it again and it never happened it never was able to do it like I even one time like I'm like okay so I need it I need a basis of where to start so I used the vision that I actually had when I was like 16 or 17 and I just replaced the person that was walking down the aisle with this person it never worked the vision always fade off like Every time I would try to put... The, this is not even funny. Every single time I would try and put this person in the place of this person in this vision, just be no vision. It would just be none. And I would say, like, is that because this person is not going to look that way? Or is that because, you know, I never feel the same way that I felt about this person, about anybody else? Or is that because, like, that was just for the time being. That was just who I was at the time. I can't do that no more. I don't know. I didn't know. But now I realize that it was, like, I was just not trying to admit that, like, I was not over this person. I mean, I, that's what I was telling myself. Maybe I'm just not over that person. That's what I was telling myself. And I just knew it wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to marry this person. I just knew I wasn't because at the time, I'm just, like, I'm really, like, no, like, It's not making sense. It's really not making sense. Like, this person, they made it clear how they feel about me. And I'd be a weirdo if I stuck around after that. So, I was like, and then look, I feel like this about this person. So, you know, even if it's not either or, I don't feel like it's going to be that i just don't see it maybe it's gonna be someone else now so i guess i was moving forward in my life thinking like it's gonna be somebody else somebody new i'm gonna meet i don't know i didn't know but recently god revealed to me so much stuff so as i was worshiping to get souls has removed from my spirit like God revealed to me first of all I wasn't married in a spirit I didn't realize that I didn't realize that I was married in a spirit there's so much there's so much going on in the spirit that God's been telling me my whole life and I was conveniently ignoring in this soul tie so I had got a vision about this previous guy I was dating I woke up jumped up went to worship God because I felt like I was supposed to be sleeping that's why the vision was so serious once I jumped up the soul tie got removed from me it was amazing how it's like it was an extra effort like that person like what the spirit was thirsty to get this soul tie off of me and I feel like any other time the spirit is not thirsty to you know break all of this off of me I have to do the work for anything else but for this like nope I don't like this person I don't like this guy I knew why the spirit didn't like this guy it was because it's a person. I would say a person. I knew how this person didn't like this guy. This person didn't like this guy because of jealousy, because of how much I like this guy. And I was so upset about that. I was so frustrated because I felt like if this is really just a person, then I'm doing all this for nothing because I would never do all this for a person. 
I don't care who they is. I'm feeling like I'm doing this for God. And this for a person? No. And God is like, not even for your husband. And I was, I remember saying, like, if my husband don't accept me for who I am, is it really my husband? So, like, that was my logic. But, like, I don't know. I guess, you know, if anybody say, then that's why you don't understand marriage. And I would say, yeah, I know. I said that. But, um, regardless of anything... God revealed to me that way, way, way back when I was 12, around, it was like a week went by where I had been asking God, who was I going to marry? Like, who am I going to marry? But he was kind of like compelling me. Who are you going to marry? Like, who are you going to marry? Like, who do you think you're going to marry? And I remember just being like, hmm, I don't know. But um, I don't necessarily know if I care. But I do. But that's probably going to be a long time before I actually start worrying about that. And God is like, on Easter, he's just like, you know. Start guessing who you think you got married. And so I start guessing. And I'm guessing the guy I was talking to at the time, nope. I talked about this in previous episodes, like, no, not him. I know it's not him. I supposed to be even guessing. Then he's like, you know, start guessing again. I mean, who else? So I start guessing. I'm like, how am I supposed to guess? It's a million different. Like, it's probably, it's going to be a name I probably don't even know. Like, I'm supposed to be guessing right now. Like, it's going to be like a childhood friend. Like, like a child, somebody I grew up with my whole life and just knew. Every, we Since we was in a sandbox together that we was going to be married. There's no way I can really figure this out. That's kind of how I was feeling. And I'll start guessing names. And then, you know, I guess a couple J names. And God is like, you're closer now than you was before. And I I hear, (laughs) I hear in the spirit like, no, don't tell her. No, don't tell her. This is when I was 12. And I remember God is like, it starts with AJ. And I was like, you know, I remember saying like, you know, how am I, this doesn't make it no easier. And I wasn't even necessarily thirsty to know. I just was like, you know, who wouldn't want to know that, you know? But they hear the ice cream truck. But, anyways, so I hear God audibly say, I believe it was God, but at this point, with all the things that are possible in this world, who knows if it was God? And that's not me doubting what God's capable of. That's just me realizing that there's so much stuff that we don't know about that's going on in this world that 
is so capable in the spirit and different things that we believe are impossible, like going back in time, which is so crazy. But um, that being said, that being said, this is so amazing how everything is just kind of like coming together in this way. So next thing I know. God is like, it starts with a J, not a K. That's what God said. Or that's what the voice said. This was a voice in my mind at 12. And I had different voices in my mind, different times. Not different voices. It was always this. It wasn't even a voice. You don't hear it audibly. You just know what it said. I don't know how to explain it. I don't. I was never the type of person who was, I never was schizophrenic. I never just heard voices. It's just like. I know when it's not my voice and like it's funny how voice I feel like a voice had abilities to fight in the spirit so I kind of can sense when somebody is invading you know my spiritual space or entering my spiritual space and so whether I was aware of this person entering or, or leaving my spiritual space or not I knew that they were there and I just, I guess I assumed it was God. But, excuse me. So, God is like, it starts with a J and not a K. I remember this, and God's like, remember that. I remember this for like a couple years, maybe tops, but eventually I forgot because. I'm like, there's no way I'll remember that all the way until the day I get married. But it seemed like it didn't really matter that much anyways. I mean, it's no, like, I knew it mattered a lot. I knew it mattered a lot. I felt in my spirit it mattered a lot. That was a big hint. But, like, I just know I wouldn't remember. And I knew that if I really obsessed over that, I probably wouldn't. I don't know. It wouldn't, I wouldn't be me if I obsessed over that like that. So now, look, moving forward, like seeing the vision of me and this person walking down the aisle, guess what? This person name starts with a J. And God said that when I was 12. First, I thought it was like when it got brought back to my mom, like, oh, say me, Jesus. But. I don't know. I really don't know because part of me feels like because of who I am, certain things like unacceptable. Like if I feel like this is a setup, oh, no, no way. I would never. If I ever felt set up, I would never. I don't do setups. Like I don't like don't set me up. Because I cannot trust you. And how can I ever spend the rest of my life with somebody I cannot trust? How can I do that? So, I, I didn't I didn't know. There was another thing I was just thinking about now I can't remember. Oh, the vision. So, the vision that I had of this person that I married. Well, I don't know if I married him, but... 
I probably definitely would have. This person was a person who had my back more than anybody in my family. And I end up realizing that I was done with my family. Like, there was no coming back from what they had did. And I never at that time could ever see that something like that could ever exist on my family's part. And <laughs> it's funny because this person is like, you know, if I was there, that would have never happened. I would never allow that to happen. And I'm never allowing that to happen, you know, right now. You know, I'm here now. And, you know, I don't know. Some certain things I just can't. I just, it's it just like now, like, if I try and put the pieces together now, it's like it could fit perfectly. All of it could make perfect sense. And it's like, okay, then that's what it is. But still, I don't want to believe it. And that makes it feel like then that's what I've been doing my whole life, not wanting to believe it. But, like, I don't want to believe it because there's still something, something there that doesn't add up. For one, in the vision, the person, I didn't know if I knew them or not. This means I do. And if I do, then that means that how are you not there? How are you not there? Like, because in the the vision, demeanor was, you know, I would have never allowed that to happen if I was there. You know, I would have never let that happen to you if I was there. And I care about you more than anybody ever cared about you ever. And actually, at that in that moment, after realizing whatever, how much everybody actually did care about me, that was not saying a lot. I mean, it was saying a lot still, but it wasn't on their part. It wasn't saying a lot. To care about me more than they cared about me, you know, possible. But the way, the way this person cared about me definitely was saying a lot. But the person said that they were not there. And this, me putting that together now will indicate that this person actually is, first of all, here now and was there. Probably, I don't know, but the specifics would be like when it happened. Probably wasn't there when it happened, though. But I don't really know, you know, because it's like still sketchy about that but all i know is this person fits the exact demeanor the exact build the exact like height and everything well maybe a little taller but the exact height and everything of the person in the vision fits perfectly is that person and i considered it before so i'm like of course you're going to. You're going to consider everybody in your life that could fit. But I just didn't really immediately say that that's who that was because I said to myself, first of all, I don't know this person because otherwise they would never let this happen like they said. Second of all, you know, then why aren't you know, like like I said, why are they letting it happen? Like, why am I in this position now? Why am I still, why am I going through this? But I guess I have to, like I said in a vision, I had run away from my family, made a life for myself, and done had done really well. I had done really well for myself on my own without this person. I didn't, like, this person didn't, you know... 
I don't want to say that because actually I, I was thinking like the person was in the vision was like, oh, we both got it. Like you did everything you said you was going to do. You became everybody, everything that you said you were going to be and you made it happen. You are who you, who you said you were going to be and God, that's what it was. But I was feeling like in my mind, I was thinking like on my own because like. If I'm everybody who I said I was going to be, then that means that I worked hard for it. I ain't going to say that. I'm not going to lie. As long as I became everybody I said I was going to be, like, I want to say, I don't want to work hard for it, but I won't say I don't want to, I don't want to be that person who seemed like I just used somebody for their money and did not care for who they was, but that wasn't even in question. All I know is that we was really, really, really rich. Really, 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 really rich. Like, billionaires. We was in a Bentley limo. Or a Rolls Royce limo. Or I don't know what kind of limo it was. All I know is a, a very expensive car that when you see the name on the back of the, like, the head, like the, um, the, head, the headrest. When you see the little logo, you know what company it comes from it's like a very very expensive car it's a limo and it, and i own it we own it and yeah now i know it was this person it really was this person but um i was am The woman I was in that vision, or am going to be, it's who I'm becoming right now. And at the time when I got the vision, I was nowhere, I ain't going to say nowhere near it, but yeah, I was nowhere near it. I could see it. No, that's what I wanted. I could see it like that's what I want. I was nowhere near it. Now I'm actually becoming her. I'm actually becoming her, and it's funny. But, you know, there's also this understanding that nothing is done for nothing. So, if someone is trying to steal my destiny, if someone is sabotaging my destiny right now, which is what they're doing, which is probably what was unforgivable in the vision, then they wouldn't be doing it for nothing. They would only be doing it if it's possible. And if it's possible, does that mean that, you know, maybe that's what will happen. But what was told to me is that this is set in stone. This is set in stone. This not going nowhere. It's not nothing they can do about this. They can't change it. They can't stop it from happening. They can't touch this. And this person funny funny in his vision this person had a very very successful production company was a producer i don't say a production company was a very successful producer that's how we were so rich because we had a bunch of artists i was one of the artists and i was an actor and a successful hairstylist makeup artist everything i said i was gonna be but the main thing rooted in God 
rooted in God. It's amazing. It's amazing the woman I saw. Because the woman I saw, I don't know. She ain't who I am right now. Because right now, I'm like, God, why would you let this happen? How could you let this happen? Like, I love you, God. But, like, I'm still questioning, like, do God, I know God exists, but how much he cares if he letting this happen to me? I don't know. Another thing, I was on a date with this guy, and I was just had met him. Just what it was like a linked up to talk and smoke when I was still smoking. And when I was with this guy, I saw him for a second time. And when I was with him, somebody was talking to me. They were like, you know, like, do it for me. Like, don't don't be with this guy. Like, such and such and such. Like, like <laughs> they were watching me be with this guy. And it was kind of like, no, like, no, you don't need to be with this guy. Like, you're... You're supposed to be for me and such and such and such. Like, don't don't waste your time and such and such. And I'm just like, who are you to tell me I'm wasting my time? You don't know what's going to happen. But at the same time, even if I'm wasting my time, so what? And I was being immature as I was, but at the same time, like, I was just thinking to myself, like, nobody should be here. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm just like, it's not even funny. It's not funny, but it is. I'm just like, nobody should be monitoring me like I'm a child. I'm grown. And this person was looking out for me. They was. They was looking out for me. And they was kind of like begging me. Like, no, don't be with this person. Don't. And I was just like, so why won't you tell me what's going on? Why won't you tell me what's going on? How are you here? Why are you here? And if you're here, then why are you letting this kind of stuff happen to me? Like, I don't know. I was just asking a lot of questions. Like, is it you? Why won't you tell me what's going to happen? Why won't you tell me what's going on? Like, why why should I trust you? Why should I trust you? Why does it take me to be with a random guy for you to show that you care? Any other time, it's like, I don't care. But this person is just like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. And I'm just like, okay, then so. And this person like, no, you need to listen. And I'm just like, so, because you can't tell me no, so I don't care. And then the person kind of told me a little bit, like, this is what you're going to do. This is what's going to happen. And I still don't remember what they said because they said it to probably, like, <laughs> it's funny how they can say stuff. Say stuff to my, I don't know what it is, my heart, my mind, my spirit. But all I know is that I don't consciously know what was said. I just know. I just know. Like, I know something, but I can't explain how I know it. Like that. But it still wasn't enough for me because I felt like it was being childish. I feel like it's childish and it's just a violation. I don't know. I feel so, you know... (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. Like, I feel like I am look like the bad guy. Like, okay, if you know you're supposed to marry this guy, if you know this guy is supposed to be your husband, then you're, what do you do? Just, like, don't ask any questions, whatever. And it's like, no, still, 
you know I am a person and I don't know you know what person would be okay with somebody just popping up in their mind and monitoring everything they do everything like that's just a fact like I don't know what you know is the basis of the reason that this is happening but guess what whatever the basis is that's what I ask that's why I ask and if I don't care because I'm not being told the real reason whose fault is that because like you can't be mad at me about you know dishonesty or anything pertaining to that if you're dishonest but I don't know you know I don't think a lot of people see it that way but I do feel like you know ultimately given what I knew and the position I was in I wasn't wrong I was not wrong maybe I wasn't right but I wasn't wrong and even though I'm still learning like maybe this is a learning process it's a learning experience for both sides not just me that I think that's probably the problem the issue where it's like no just you learning no we're bo- we're both having to learn I'm seeing but I don't know at the same time I, I just really don't know because I don't want to say I know for a fact and then you know facts come out and I'm like okay I guess I didn't know but still All it is to say, I had a vision last night with this person in it. And in this vision, it was back in, like, his bedroom, like, when he used to stay with his parents. He's, like, 16, 17 years old, 17 years old. But it turned into, like, a a house with, like, a patio. And on the patio, like, the room looked off into like a patio and you could walk off into the patio it was so peaceful so beautiful i was like oh and it looked like we had like got a house together and was together but like i don't know i don't know because i just feel like feel like how can I blame this person if it feels like it's everybody against me I mean ultimately the vision showed me that I could trust this person more than I can trust anybody in my whole life but does that mean I could trust this person at all because there's not an indication I can trust this person at all it's just an indication I can trust this person anybody else more than anybody else which could ultimately mean no I can't trust this person just like I can't trust nobody else and that being said why wouldn't I just rather be alone I can't trust you anyways. I can't trust you. I can't trust them. But the vision didn't say I couldn't trust them. So I'm not going to lie. The vision didn't say I couldn't trust them. It just said that I could, you know, 
the vision is how I couldn't trust him. My mindset says I can't trust him because I feel like I can't trust anybody who could keep certain certain stuff from me. And somebody will say, well, if it's for your own good, then such and such. But I don't know about all that because, you know, if I did it to you, would you feel would you have the same mindset? Would you feel the same way that, you know, if I did everything that you're doing, that you'll be OK? And you feel like, yeah, OK, yeah, you could do that. That's yeah. Mm hmm. That's fair. That's more than fair. I would want you to do that. If so, then, yeah, I will shut up. But other than that, like I said, can't be trusted. But right now I'm feeling like, no, you should shut up because you don't know. But I guess I have to see because... Even though and now I can't even remember the vision because I went on and on about all these different things I'm figuring out now I'm figuring out I'm feeling okay you know I guess it's not as It's not what I thought it was. But. <laughs> other things. Oh, I also had another vision. So the other vision. I was in this house. With a bunch of different girls. It was kind of like a slumber party. And. At first we were kind of like rap battling or something like it was some type of competition <laughs> it was some type of competition and we were competing and it was like i guess the talent show and everybody's so catty and super jealous then i see this guy and this guy i'm not gonna lie i talked to on a low before this guy that I keep seeing in my visions, I actually, like, sort of kind of dated. Sort of, kind of. And I remember at one point, he kind of used this guy to kind of, like, try and prove to himself that I would pick him over anybody or that I really was, like, I liked him as much as I did. And this guy kind of showed up in a vision like that again. And I felt like that was an indication of something. But the biggest thing is like... This person got my back more than anybody. And honestly... Based off this person personality, like, I'm going to be honest, the way I am now, it don't even seem like this person be cool with most of that stuff. Most of the stuff I'm saying. 
but I don't know in the vision this person accepted me for exactly who I was was glad to have me grateful for me proud of me and protective of me and that just reflects that seemed like somebody I've known for a while that seemed like somebody I knew growing up they don't seem like somebody I will meet but it's still possible but I do know that this just kind of like take away from all the supernatural type of no it take it don't take away from it completely but makes me feel like a lot of that stuff was like way overblown which is possible but I did it, it kind of tells me what I need to do kind of makes me stop putting it off maybe it's time for that maybe it's perfect time for that and that just kind of means that I need to do what I was told to do from the jump last year in the beginning of last year I was told to run just run and I didn't Because I was like, if I run, what about my family? What about my family? But I don't know. funny how when I was 12 I was told J not K and who would be the K right whose name starts with a K and I started thinking who have I dated that started K? I've never dated any guy that started with a K, but I do know the NBA young boy's real name starts with a K. His name been he's he been getting name dropped since last year. And money all y'all. And I don't know what significance that really have, but I do know that all of this is kinda like creepy super reflective of Illuminati stuff the only way everybody would be acting out everybody in the world Regardless of anything, I know everything is going to work out. Like, I question God a lot, and 
whether he would really protect me or keep me in a situation because he's feel like he set me up. I ain't going to say it feel like God set me up, but God sent me in a situation and told me I was on assignment and not feel like he leaving me hanging. Like, if I'm supposed to just run, why would he send me here? It feels God. Because if it wasn't, do that mean do God exist? I know God exists, but then how can I tell the difference? You have to just wait and see what happens. Someone told me not to get on my podcast today. Everything is so weird because people act so crazy about money. People do the craziest stuff for money. And if I wasn't who I was, I don't know. I'd probably be done. Did something super stupid or crazy for money, too. I'd be done. Everybody act crazy when it comes to money, but... They like they feel like it's worth killing people over. They feel like that's okay. But I know ultimately the people who end up with the money that they that's actually last is never the people who do the craziest stuff for it. That don't last. I feel like that's how you know God real. But meanwhile, on another note, it's people super far away. They don't know me. I don't know them. Never saw them in person. Never been been to the same church. Saying the same stuff that I am saying. How? Gotta be God. So if it's God, then he in full control. And it's nothing really to worry about, but that doesn't mean that what he showed me is not gonna happen. I don't know how it's gonna happen, but it's gonna happen. It kind of confirmed a lot of stuff for me that the reason why this is so easily happening in my life is because, like, I'm kind of an easy target in a way. I don't know many people. I don't go a lot of places. And a lot of different people I hang around. It's not solid relationships. They can be controlled by money. 
And that kind of make you an easy target. If it was a bunch of people like me around me, this would never happen. Never. But like I said, last year, when I was feel like I was being tortured and tormented, I was in my prayer closet and I saw the guy who I actually ended up breaking our souls off of. I saw him on half my face and me on the other. And then I saw Money Yaya on half of my face and then NBA Young Boy on the other. And that was her way of kind of saying to me that their relationship was kind of like ours. It was super real and it was super like we were so in love. and. It was for that reason. Like it was for love. It wasn't for money. It wasn't for clout. It wasn't for fame. It wasn't for nothing. Like they was really in love and went hard for each other. But that ain't how you... I ain't gonna say that's not how you felt. Because I feel like at one point he did. But then he met me. Or saw me. Or found out who I was through whatever. However he came across me. And that's why this is happening how it's happening. That's why all these different people are kind of like gang stalking me, attacking me everywhere I go. They messing up my interviews. They mess with my bank account. They, you know, able to control the police. They use all these different demonic means to try and get rid of me because of him. But honestly, it's kind of like a Joker Harley Quinn relationship because he don't really care. He kind of like that. That's kind of why he dragged me into it so that I can have to deal with whatever this is going this is going on i don't even know if he's like if he's serious he really just serious about keeping this going he liked this chaotic lifestyle i don't know what it is because if he fell in love with me i feel like they got a lot to do with either wanting to make her suffer in a way where i found somebody opposite of you on purpose just to just to you know hurt you or just wanting to be out, wanting out, wanting out of whatever lifestyle he living. Either way it go, it ain't going to end up like that. His name started with a K. And God said, not K. So, I don't know. All I know is they literally have been trying to kill me. They control the police. They got all this stuff set up. This really is demonic. I heard, I saw demons. I've seen a demonic veil come off of me and I have to worship God in order to be made safe like I've had to pull my my sister my mother from a demonic entity Satan know what's so funny after that day I saw a video of him laying in the bed sick then he released a song it really was supposed to be the proof like that was who you fought but in the spirit when Jesus showed me who I was fighting Show me that he don't even know me. 
But right before that, I was offered $2 million by Mayweather or Money Yaya, whoever, both of the same. I don't know who they really explained it. And I know Marcus Rogers. How do I know Marcus Rogers? Marcus Rogers really rooted in God. Like, for real, for real. And, like, people telling him he's, like, demonic. They're not of God, period. And now I feel like, well, maybe I'm not. Because if this was going on in my life, then, you know, maybe that's how I know him. No, I don't want to really say that. Because he's really genuinely like about helping people he really is and how can you cast out demons unless you're really of God like that's just like that scripture in the bible about Jesus where when he started casting out demons they said maybe he's casting out demons in the name of Satan or because he's a demonic prince and Jesus said if I cast out demons in the name of Satan, what sense does that make? That's a that's a kingdom dividing against each other. So I'm gonna drop that underneath this for confirmation. Because each and every day, each and every day it's different clues, different Things going on, different things happening, different conclusions I'm being brought to. Ultimately, I don't know who's who and what's what. I do know that any if anybody ever had my back, they would never let me go through this alone. In the manner I'm going through this. So that being said, if it's anybody involved, anybody involved in this, and had any power or any way of not letting this happen or you know telling me or and anybody could have told me if anybody could didn't think about it and didn't do it I can't trust them I would never be able to trust them and there is no future with me and them period and that's a fact I don't care you know what it looked like how it sound or what that vision said because the only way that vision works is if this person had nothing to do with this at all whatsoever. It was completely out of their control, 100%, meaning they didn't know about it. And there ain't no person on this earth who don't. So I'm trusted. That being said, know your worth, ladies. Know your worth, men. Because... Nobody who will ever let you go through anything alone is ever who you meant to be with. If that's the case, you're supposed to be alone. I think I found it. I'm going to end it with this.
Matthew chapter 12, verse 22. A house divided cannot stand. Then one was brought to him who was demon-possessed, blind and mute. And he healed him, so that the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. And all the multitudes were amazed and said, Could this be the son of David? Now when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, Beelzebub excuse me, the ruler of the demons. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods, unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house? He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. And that's pretty much summed everything I just said. I can't be, you know, of the devil. I can't be, have anything to do with the devil. And I can't be, you know, used by the devil. Because I'm doing nothing but casting the devils out, the devil out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And if that is the case, how can a house against itself stand? If I'm of the devil and I'm casting demons out, how will the house stand? How will the kingdom stand? It don't work out. So that's the confirmation I needed for today. And if anybody else needed any confirmation based off any of the things I said, there goes your confirmation. Now, as far as anybody else, whoever I'm supposed to marry, whatever, whether it be in Jesus or somebody I knew from my past, whatever, none of that is really more important than what I just said. You know that the kingdom of God is upon you by the works, by the fruit, by the things that you are seeing. When it comes down to it, nobody can question these different people like Mac Praise, Marcus Rogers, you know, anybody like that, like I see people questioning and honestly, I just just considered I ain't questioning because I can't. The fact of the matter is. When you see demons being cast out in the name of the Lord Jesus, you don't say that must be of Beelzebub. That's exactly what people of Beelzebub say. That's exactly what demons say. Because they don't want you to recognize who really is for God because they are not these are the last days reprobate minds those who seem good are made to look evil I mean those who seem e those who are evil are made to look good and those who are good are made to look evil reprobate minds this is what we're going through these are the last days and even though all this evidence points to that kind of stuff I don't want to worry about it because I know that Ultimately, if it mattered, you know, things would be different. Things would be so much different, and they're not. So ultimately, I know what really matters is what has been mattering is, is that, you know, demons need to be cast out. You know, this demon wish that God sent me to slay needs to be slayed, needs to be slain, excuse me. And that's what I'm going to do. That's what the prophecy states. That's what God said I'm going to do. And God don't break his promises. And for me to question 
all this stuff that's happening to me and question whether it can be anyone but God is just like questioning Jesus, whether he was sent by God. I'm not Jesus. I'm not comparing myself to him, but I am saying that I'm doing my works in the name of him. So to question me is to question him, period. Now, you might be able to question whether some of the decisions I make. You may be able to question, you know, if I'm right or wrong all the time. That's questionable. I'm not perfect. But you're not going to ever be able to question the works and the fruit that you see. If you ever witness me cast out a demon, if you notice, if you know that I'm telling the truth, if you know that this is who I am, if you are, you know, if you are at least confident in that fact, if you're not confident in it, then, hey, whatever, I am. But if you're at least confident in that fact, then you should know. Demons cannot be cast out in the name of Satan. Demons can only be cast out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Demons can only be cast out in the name of God. Because a house divided against itself shall not stand. So, that being said, that's all the confirmation I need for today. That's all the confirmation I need for any day. And I hope that I can encourage anybody. Because like I said, this is all worth it. All of this is necessary for somebody to see my thought process. You have to see the different things I go through every single day. It's not always so easily easy to understand. It's not always so easy to, you know, conclude. It's not always so easily understood. A lot of times I have to go through the thought process. I have to find different verses to confirm different things a lot of times i have to remind myself or excuse me i have to be reminded by god who he is and what's going on and why i cannot trust no one but him regardless of what the evidence points to and that's earlier when i said you know even if that is the case there's something there that's just not letting me believe it it's something there that's not letting me settle on that it's something there that just it just doesn't work and you know what that is the fact that i would have to disregard every single thing god has shown me up until this point in order to believe that that's what's not right and that's what's not going and so i'm so grateful that god is always here making sure you know that I'm being heard, I'm being understood, but he's being understood as well. And that's the fact. That's what it comes down to. So I feel so encouraged and I know that these visions mean nothing now and I hope that I can encourage anybody else who may be having visions about anybody in their past or anything like that. Anytime if these devils are really trying to confuse you, just know that you're really doing something. You're really powerful. These devils these devils going to that great length to confuse you like this. Understand what's really going on, who you really are to, who, who you really are to God and what's really possible. And just know that if it's anything that they are trying to make it seem like all of this was for that's here on in this world, that you're going through all of this for anything in this world, what you need to understand is they just want you to go for that so that you can miss out on what's really for you, which is not of this world, can never be of this world. It's so much greater, so much bigger, and so much more rewarding so hold out for that.